All right, guys. Good afternoon. Good afternoon. Live at O'Neill Stadium Inn on Southwestern, inaugural show. What's wrong with you? What is wrong with you? What is wrong uh, with both of us? All uh, of us. I haven't figured it out yet. But we're here to talk about the 2018 NFL Draft, some insight on it, uh, which was just last Thursday. Can I ask a question first? Sure. Could you tell me who you are? I'm no one. Uh, Mike Santi, we got Josh Greenhour across the way here. Ben Stack right next to me here. What's going on? Uh, I don't know. Looking to get through this. Maybe getting some of those wings over there. Probably hot maple. I don't know. They got some like 50 flavors. I don't know. What, what have you guys tried? 50 flavors. Go with the Frank's Ginger, which is the 51st. Ooh. The 51st. My, my favorite is probably the hot maple. Hot maple, two to one. But I see you have a special menu just for you. Um, it's actually the owner's secret sauce. The owner's secret sauce. Uh, that is not as fun as it sounds, but it is delicious. Okay. <laughs> okay. Well, the draft. So we were just talking about before we went live, that was about three months of talking, debating, arguing, agreeing, disagreeing. Mostly about, disagreeing. Yeah. And then it was about, what, 10, 15 minutes of fun. You said you had zero fun. I, I had zero fun. You had zero fun. I, I anxiously waited for the trade-up. Uh when it finally came, I just wanted to hear Josh Rosen, and then I heard Josh something other than Rosen, and I was disappointed. Goodell did hesitate, too. He said Josh, and then he did say Allen, but I, uh, I think he played with us just a little bit. At that bit. point, I was already out of food, so there was nothing to... Are you, are you disappointed? Are you upset? Do you, is Allen not the quarterback that can help this franchise, though? I, I, I think that's a good question, one that I don't think really you can answer now uh i would have been far more upset had we stayed at 22 and taken you know rudolph well, rudolph mason all the rudolph reports were coming Lamar out Jackson. That, that was plan b mason rudolph at 22 was right. plan b which so we were going to let rosen sit no matter what yeah the, the thought of mason rudolph at 22 when you when you see him go in the third round to a team with an established starter with probably two more years it's just a scary thought that well Roethlisberger also talks about retirement every, uh, every third month. Yeah, so. <laughs> very true. So it's not only just Allen, right? I mean, we traded the 12th overall pick plus two seconds this year to move up to seventh. Correct. Is that too much? Are we giving up too much well, for the return? I mean, go big or go home, right? I mean, how many years have we drafted yeah. top 10 for a quarterback? And, and I think you got to look at it like this. They've been talking about since last draft when they traded down with the Chiefs to get number 27 that – uh, the fans have been clamoring, trade up and get your guy, trade up and get your guy, to the point where we are tagging people's fill the holes guy or trade everything guy. And they went up and they traded, and they, they did what they wanted to do. They traded up and they got their quarterback. It might not have been the most popular thing, but it is a quarterback. I mean, we'll have to see what happens. The grades are already coming out. Uh, people are, I've seen the dra people give the bills an A. I've seen them give them a C. Grades mean absolutely nothing to me when the player hasn't even put on a jersey yet or, or been to the facility. Josh, we were talking about it uh, before we sat down uh, three years ago, draft grades and how they really mean nothing. So, I mean, what what, what kind of stuff did you come up with? Well, I pulled up some stuff uh, from Pete Prisco, who is not, you know, some schmo on, you know, fandrivel.org. Yeah. Um, <laughs> CBS Sports is a pretty reputable yeah, I, and he yep, had yeah. uh, he had regrades of the 2012 draft that he put up in 2016. So looking back, what did he get wrong? What did he get right? Uh, and he works on a plus minus system. So my take was, if you're off, 
two holes, you know, his own sections. That's a that's a bat you've missed. That's probably the difference between two or three players, unless one of them is a quarterback. So if he gave someone a C minus and they end up being a, you know, a B, a B, that's really bad. That's bad. That's off. He's missed. Yeah. So based on that, based on my own take on his system, uh, he missed 16 teams out of 32. That's 50 percent. That's um, we're we're talking crapshoot numbers at this correct. point. Correct. Now I will say that about 10 of them were dead on, spot spot on, but that's still less than a third. So to, to give instant feedback on something that requires, especially with a quarterback, two, three, four seasons seems silly to me. Uh, and I want to talk specifically about how he did not like the Seattle Seahawks draft that year. So. Now, and, and to say the you know, giving grades to teams. I mean, we can all sit here and give grades. Uh, we won't know. Just like we were we saying won't. earlier about the Bills, we won't know. I mean, you need years in order to determine right. uh, what kind of grade they're actually going to get, how it pans out, and then system. Um, Seattle, didn't they have a, a good team that year, didn't they? Well, 2012, they were still, still piecing stuff together. Okay. Uh, they had brought in... Who was it? The Green Bay backup. Flynn. Oh, Matt, oh, Matt Flynn. Flynn. Matt, Matt Flynn, Flynn, Flynn was going to be their starter. Yeah. Paid him some money. So uh, P. Prisco, let's go back to that for a minute, gave the Seahawks a C plus, which is okay. slightly above average. Above it, yeah. In that draft, they got uh, Bobby Wagner, Bruce Irvin, Jeremy Lane, J.R. Sweezy, and some guy named Russell Wilson. Who's that guy? Russell Wilson. Never heard of him. He so on his small regrade, hands, right? obviously, because uh, two Super Bowls came after this, right. A+. Plus. Mm-hmm. And he says, how did I do? And he's, these are his words, not good. I questioned the pick of Irvin in the first round, mainly for character reasons. I want to talk about that at some point. I didn't like them taking Wilson when they just got Matt Flynn. But here's my thing. So, so if you sign a backup quarterback, someone else's backup quarterback to big money. And I don't want to get back into Flutie Johnson because that oh, was... I was just going to say, what <laughs> there, does that sound like, Buffalo but, fans? But what does it take for your team to, to admit, we screwed this up, we're just going to go with the kid, which Seattle, to their credit, did. Yeah, yeah he, uh, he he started day one, game one for them. I don't think Flynn even saw the field that year. He was far and away the better That's right. player. And the knock on him was his height. height. Yeah. How many times have we heard that? Right. So this draft expert didn't like one guy because of character issues and another guy because he was short. But it wasn't just him. I mean, no, it wasn't just fair. him that had that knock on Russell Wilson. Russell Wilson, the big thing, he's got the arm. He's accurate. He can he's run. got the smarts. He's mobile, but he's too short. Too short to see over the line in. As I think people actually were saying he had small hands. Drew Brees will tell you, you, yeah. you can be too short, right? Which, Come on. I mean, if, if 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 he's if he's going to be good in the league, and if he's he's the guy, he's going to be the guy. Uh, you know, six footer or not, you know, which is why the Browns took Baker Mayfield. I'm going to go back to this year's draft. All the comparisons, Manziel, Manziel, Manziel. Okay, Baker Mayfield might be, you know, he's got that attitude, might be a punk in some people's eyes, but he's got a different type of a competitive edge than Manziel. I think Browns fans are probably freaking out right now. Right, but freaking out why? 
Oh, well, exactly. Freaking because the because experts have told them they should have wanted to Yeah, because they had PTSD. such a flop. That's, that's why the freaking, I mean, the and they're misery. Browns. Yeah, well, I mean, how many, how yeah. many first-round quarterbacks are, are we going to go through with them here? Uh, Until you get it right. They, I mean, and, maybe, maybe they got it right. Nowadays. Who knows? Keep doing it until you get it right. Every two years, you didn't get it right. Do it again. Unless it's not like it, well, Washington it's not did like, it in one year. It's not yeah. like the past where you're stuck with the contracts. Right. You're yeah. you're not tied. You're not, it's not. Um, it's not affecting your franchise long term like it used to. So every two years. So that's why people are saying, take a chance with Josh Allen. You right. know, because if he doesn't work out next year, the year after, try again. Well, and you can look at that right right here in home in Buffalo. They took E.J. Manuel in 2013. What was he, the 13th overall pick, first-round pick? And they they booted him out of here in two years. He played. He started four games. He st- four games, and then he was out. He had the first season because Cobb slipped on a math. No, that's different. They, if you're trading up for a quarterback, you really, really believe in him. If you're yeah. trading back, they, they knew there was going to be some doubt with him. No, they didn't then, go back a ton, but it was still a first-round pick. But if, if you're set, this guy's our franchise quarterback, you go get him. And, and people want to compare Allen to E.J. Manuel, and I don't think that's fair because the so-called experts said E.J. Man- nobody had anything really positive besides he had a strong arm and he was mobile. But there was no positives. Or he didn't have that ceiling Josh Allen has. Right. And Well, and that night when they took E.J. Manuel, Josh, you and I immediately – immediately torches and pitchforks yeah. after this guy because nobody could tell me what he does well. Like, right. well what is his skill set? He's this, this. It was just he was okay at a bunch of things, but it wasn't like Allen where he he's athletic and he can fire the ball. And you, you've seen it. You talk to everybody about Manuel. It's like, well, he's a nice guy. Right. And, and he's probably the best graded quarterback in the draft. Well, that doesn't mean he's going to be a franchise guy just because you like him. Right. And they – they sort of painted themselves into a quarterback corner there because Buddy Nick said, I need to leave here setting them up with a franchise quarterback. So you almost have to take one after you say that. Yeah, the the, the leaked phone call or whatever it was that right. got out, and yeah. he, he, he really he really hurt them bad with that. They, they probably should have kept Fitzpatrick one more year. What was the biggest knock on Josh Allen? Inaccuracy. Accuracy. So, yeah, completion percentage, right? Right. He had a 56%. Completion percentage, which is I think, and I know it's a jump, but I, I'm pretty sure that's right about Cam Newton's career. And people think Cam Newton's great, and I'm not one of them. But I think if you ask most Bills fans, would you sign up for Cam Newton? They would all say yes. Would you yeah. sign up for Brett Favre? Would you sign up for Matthew Stafford? I would sign up for Favre and not Stafford. Okay, well Favre had a 52 percent completion percentage in college. Stafford had a 57, 52. I mean that's that's by far lower than a 56. I mean, that's a, that's a significant jump because if you figure you give 4% to Allen and you put him at a 60%, then nobody's even talking about this. Nobody's right. talking about a 60% completion percentage. And you know, I'm, I'm glad 52. you said that. I'm glad you brought that up. We, we talked about this last night, how you can – Tyrod Taylor, who he is he – is your favorite quarterback. No. Come on. Farthest thing from. Come on. Uh, he is what he is. Your favorite quarterback. <laughs> Uh, Chuck, you're laughing over there. Uh, but Our producer, Charles Stack, thank you for setting this up. 
Yeah, uh, Stack Shot Studios here, uh, inaugural one. Uh, wedding photos, videos, whatever you need, give the guy a call. Uh, he set us up pretty nice here today. So far, I think we're not making a fool out of him. That was uh, that was our first segue. Yeah, to an, uh, trying to try to make a, a mini longer. advert, and yeah, I think we handled it? it well. I think it's it did all right. Yeah, in. you know, I'll, I'm going to call myself one for one on that. Uh, but we'll going back to again. the Taylor point, you, you could just writhe with inaccuracies. He'd miss passes bad, but he. 60, 62% completion percentage. You can doctor a completion percentage with easy passes, screen passes. Chad Pennington. Chad Pennington. You, you can make a quarterback accurate based on the offense you run. If they stick Allen out there, and for whatever the reason, he's got to jump in and play early this year, you can throw – you got LaShawn McCoy. You can throw passes out of the backfield. You can throw to your tight ends. You can throw passes underneath. You can make – quarterbacks accurate so uh, the completion percentage i'm not gonna i don't really buy into it too much especially in the college system not only can you make quarterbacks accurate you can also skew numbers to fit your narrative right if we want to sit here and talk about this i mean okay well let's get you know, let's go back to jp lawson he had a 57 percent, or better yet let's go back to uh quarterbacks like um the ones that didn't work out and they have a high completion percentage i mean we're not talking about that you know, numbers, they are what they are. Until you put them in a system and make them work, that's where our coaches, I believe, are going to uh, come and play a key role into this guy's development. Yeah, I think more important than – almost as important as if Allen picks it up and, you know, he's an NFL quarterback is Brian Dable. Uh, we, you know, local radio, you know, even talking amongst ourselves, nobody's really talked too much about this guy because I don't even think they've introduced him to the press yeah we don't know what kind of offense he's going to run we don't really know what he's all about other than he was in the holier than now than now patriots organization for a cup of coffee and he ran alabama's offense for a couple of years uh before that he was with the browns and the chiefs and they didn't have fantastic seasons so i, I it's kind of you don't really know what you're going to get with this guy you got to hope that the two figured out and that you know we said we talk about the process that Bean and McDermott know what they're doing by putting maybe not the most popular choice, but they're putting the right choices together, which you got to think they kind of know what they're doing, figuring they won nine games with almost nothing last season. All right, so super quick, just a quick list here. Uh, I'm going to guess we're going to want most of these guys on our team. These are the most accurate passers in NFL history. So I, based on this list, it matters. Okay. Uh, the most accurate passer in NFL history is Drew Brees. Okay. He's pretty good. 66.9% completion. That's ridiculous. That's, that's, yeah. Yeah. Chad Pennington is number two. You want him. Kurt Warner, Kirk Cousins, Peyton Manning, Tony Romo, Rodgers, Matt Ryan, Steve Young, Philip Rivers, Roethlisberger. All these, most of these guys are current. Russell Wilson, Brady, Matt Schaub, who was not terrible, I guess, but whatever. Joe Montana, Bradford, Carson Palmer. Most of that list are Hall of Famers. Yeah. Um, and it's it's hard to teach accuracy if, if it's a passing tree issue. You know, I can't complete an out. My timing's off on a, a go. But it seems like people who want to make excuses for Josh Allen will say, you know, there weren't bubble screens and there weren't, you know, short sluggo routes and – Listen, I didn't want Josh Allen. I'll be honest. I well, let me let me preface this. I wanted Josh Allen two years ago, a year ago. This past year in college, he was not. He did not look like the quarterback that would lead a franchise to a Super Bowl, and that's obviously the ultimate goal. I, I wasn't a, pro, a big proponent of him. I wanted Rosen. I believe both of you also wanted. Yeah, Rosen was the first Josh choice. Josh Rosen. Yes. 
But I went back and I looked at some of his tape. I looked at some of the, the film, and you see no help. I, you see an offense where they did it, and, and I know that you're just talking about this and it's making excuses. I don't know if it's just making excuses. I mean, the coaches, they coach at Wyoming probably for a reason. They're, they're not going to be your, um, your Nick, uh, Nick Sabans. They're not going to be your Urban Myers. They're, they're just not. And I think they saw a guy who had a big arm and they wanted to take shots. All of a sudden, they're in third and long, and what do you have to do there? You have to take shots. They had no run game. They had no offensive line help. The receivers couldn't get separation. I mean, you're just looking at things where all that combined, I think there is room for improvement. And and uh, who was it, Jordan Palmer, that yep. that was working with him because some of his footwork. Still, currently. Right, right. Some of it was another thing was his footwork. If he could improve on his footwork, then you could improve on your accuracy. He says he has. Yeah. He says his footwork is pro style. Did you ready. see his pro day? Some of it. Did you see his the the receivers he had just even in a pro day dropping balls? Well, I mean, that just kind of shows you the kind of rece- I mean, even in a pro day, simple balls they were dropping. Yeah, they right. were dropping passes. Uh, it, I, I don't think they're really looking to make sure that the guy held, if the ball was there. Uh, right. I, no, know. they're not going to knock Josh Allen yeah. on that ball. Right. Well. He, I mean, that guys can bring in a pro day to catch the ball? Come on. <laughs> but that can bring us to our next topic. Who's he throwing the ball to here? True. Uh, uh, Calvin Benjamin is a big man. Calvin Benjamin, yeah. Charles Clay is also a big man. Can they both? They're both good weapons, and they can catch the ball, and they got a good radius. LaShawn McCoy has ridiculous hands. Yeah, we talk about the catcher. I think it goes back to the system. I, I, We talked about this last year a lot. And, well, this goes back to the thing I just said about making excuses. So maybe I am, maybe I'm not. But I don't understand why you bring in a guy who – you bring in an offensive coordinator who wants to run a pocket-style offense and then bring back a guy who is not a pocket passer. Which is why I, I said, that, banging the drum, that Lamar Jackson was a zero-chance right. pick here. But what happened in Alabama's title game? They, had, they were playing a pocket system, and it was failing. So not only did they switch quarterbacks, they completely they switched, switched the, the playbook. Right, that's right. So that's a, I, that's a testament to the offensive coordinator. Yeah. From Dable. Yeah. But, that but he did it. But the fact that he changed. He did that. Right. He that's made adjustments. How many times as Bills fans have we seen right. we don't make the adjustments? Banging, we come out of half, and we're not making the adjustments. Wall because, uh, or we just keep asking, what is wrong with you? <laughs> what is wrong with you? Here at O'Neill Stadium in. Uh, yeah, something wrong with me. <laughs> so we talked a lot about Josh Allen. He was the Bills' first, first overall pick. But we also can't forget that they did draft uh, another guy, pretty big guy, a guy bigger than Josh Allen himself. Yeah, I actually, couldn't believe that when I saw with, it. With the second of their first-round pick. So what they did is they went from 22nd and they traded up to 16. They also gave away a uh, third-round pick this year. Uh, so the the first pick of the third round they had this year, and but they got in return a fifth. We got Tremaine Edmonds. I, I liked it. Uh, I was texting people. You know, we we could hear on the TV when when it was time for the it was the Raven Ravens pick we traded with Ravens. Yep. Traded and with all of a sudden Ravens. they said Buffalo's on the clock, and we saw the Ravens countdown, and then it changed over. Like, Wait, whoa, whoa, whoa! I think I just heard the Bills right now. I thought they were going off offense with that. I did too. Start the show over again. 
You're 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 not messing with me, are you? Well, that's one of the happier days. Uh, wow, wow. <laughs> no so more Russ look Brandon. at that. Well, ticket sales are about to go down. <laughs> right in the middle of our of our first. Well, um, well. Well, all right. So, Tremaine, anyway, like we were saying, Tremaine Emmons, I thought they were going offense. I but then too. a major need there when you figure middle linebacker. I thought linebacker. Calvin Ridley was coming. Yeah, yeah, that's that's. I think they were even saying on the TV, Calvin Ridley. But then when they said Tremaine Emmons, then you saw some of the film in this kid and, and just the measurables on this guy, and they can plug him in the middle. Yeah, that's that's a Sean McDermott guy. I think that's the Luke Keekley. They said a top five pick. They they yeah. expected him to go top I, five I pick. I saw most mocks he went as the latest was eight. And we got him. So what a steal. That makes you wonder, though, why did he drop? Because part of that, and maybe not that far, part of that is Cleveland pushing value down the board. Yeah, that's true. Because, I mean, taking Denzel Ward at four, push Chubb down, Mm -hmm. put Nelson down, I mean, that's one spot. But is it really when teams are trading up for quarterbacks? Yeah, you figure you had four quarterbacks sitting in the top ten. You got position players – Sliding, and, right. and we, I think we talked about this before that 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 was a potential that was going to happen. Um, so, uh, so do, do we want to end here on a uh, a so long to Russ Brandon? <laughs> well, no, let, let's let's end on the 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 last. We are here at, O'Ne- at O'Neill Stadium. In uh, we might actually be able to see Russ Brandon leaving with his boxes of things. It, it, it looks like he was let go because of an internal investigation of misconduct. Ooh. There's that. I, this, I, I, this just in. I'm not. I Happy have an idea what. It, I have an idea what it could be. It, 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 crazy. You're gonna say what's wrong with you? I'm wondering. If, <laughs> this is a crazy theory. Do you think he released the tweets from Josh Allen to no. have him drop down? No. Crazy, crazy theory. What crazy conspiracy. What is wrong with you? <laughs> what is wrong There's with you? There's a lot you? of things wrong with me. Mike but. Sante, what is wrong with you? <laughs> but what if? What if? Um, Speaking of what but if. But I did like the evidence pick. I really did like the evidence pick. Speaking of what if, let's uh, let's maybe end this on a, a segment that I'm going to call the Bills almost got it right. This is, uh, is going to go <laughs> almost. back. Almost. <laughs> almost got it right. So basically what's going to happen here is I, I'm going to name a player that the Bills drafted in the first round and – uh, a player was either drafted immediately after him or a couple picks after him. So they almost got it right, except they failed horribly. So this is going to go is back. Gonna hurt. So this yeah, is, yeah, this is, this is going to hurt because this happened a lot. You know, so this is going back to the 2006 NFL draft when Mario Williams was drafted number one. Right. Do you remember this draft? Reggie yeah. Bush, Vince Young, mm-hmm. um, big Liner. controversy. So we drafted uh, in this number eight. Eight overall Buffalo drafted. They took Dante Whitner. We thought that, okay, we got our first. Um, like this year, they also traded up. So Bills traded back into the first round, pick 26. And do you remember who they took? John McCargo. John McCargo. Yeah, John McCargo. They took John McCargo. You know who was drafted? And that was at 26. You know who was drafted at 29th? Sante, I know. Uh, I want to say Brian Arakpo. Nope. It wasn't the nope. Arakpo year. No, it that wasn't. was the Maven year. That was yep, amazing. That was oh, oh, that's a, hey, even hey, better. You're, you're killing the answers. You're killing the answers to you know fu- future segments. Nope. Oh, 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 oh! You talk about him. Is that Nick Mangold? Right? Nick Mangold. Nick Mangold. The the best center out of the Ohio State. The, the best Ohio center State. for years to come. So we traded up. Not only did we take Dante Whitner, we also took a second first round pick before Nick Mangold. It just goes to show we could do this a lot. But the Bills almost got it right. How many? 
McCargill get through? How many games did he play? Did he even play? I don't think he really played. I can tell you this, that he was the third defensive lineman out of NC State. On his own team, yeah. Third. Huh. Come on, guys. Really? Buffalo, you didn't think that maybe uh, High motor guy. Mario Williams was the one that opened up everybody else to High motor guy. High motor guy. He's, he's, he, he had character. speed for that character for that he, cold weather. I, I don't, he had I don't character know. and he had a high motor. Bring him to uh, Buffalo. I'll tell you, there, there's a... <laughs> I don't know. I think the Maven one hurts more. Uh, Brian Arakpole, too. But. Well, guys, I, I thought we had a very productive day, first day. Covered some good topics. So uh, I've got nothing left to bring to the table there. We'll leave it on that downer note of uh, draft failures of the Bills past. I'm sure we'll revisit that next week. Well, can we, though? There's not much material there. Oh, there's enough <laughs> material to last us so quite I don't a few got about We got about 20 years there. So so, uh, so next time, if you join us, I'd like to uh, touch on the rest of the draft. I know we only quickly got in the first two picks. Also, let's we'll talk about the holes, the holes that the Bills have, um, the holes that are still open, and, and when we think that they can get this turnaround, if they can get this turnaround. Thank you for joining.